Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. The Pope's recent views on surrogacy have attracted a lot of criticism in the last 48 hours for displaying a lack of compassion. And joining me now is Karen Dempsey, a celebrant for LGBT plus community. She says the community feels rejected by the church and she believes the Pope's comments are opening new wounds for those who've already been hurt. Karen, good morning. Good morning, Gareth. Um, How do you feel? How did you react initially when you heard his comments? Genuinely, when I read those comments initially from Pope Francis, I was really surprised because very often for all the statements that he makes and the controversy around his words, they generally come from a place of compassion or they seem to come from a place where compassion is intended. And I was really shocked at the absolute lack of compassion in the words that he used around surrogacy on Monday. Um, I think this is a, a, a very deep human drive to parent that we're talking about here. People who are in surrogacy arrangements, whether they are the surrogate surrogate mother or whether they are the couple or the person who is engaging a surrogate mother. um, There is a drive there that is very genuine and heartfelt. And yes, there are cases sometimes I know we all need to prevent against exploitation. Absolutely. Nobody is is, um, dismissing that. But I think Pope Francis missed what it's what's actually happening here. What is actually going on for people where there is um, where surrogacy is on the cards at all. Tell tell me a little bit about your experience in relation to surrogacy. And I, I know that your background is originally in nursing. Um, in relation to surrogacy, it's 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 almost a form of tragedy that turns into the fan, the most fantastic news that you can possibly get. That you are at at last about to become parents of a beautiful baby. So what's yeah. what's what's with all what's with the controversy? First of all, can you just remind us about what he said? He described it as a despicable practice, didn't he? Yes, he used the words despicable and deplorable, and he put it on a par. He put surrogacy on a par with um, wars, terrorism, and other threats to peace. Gosh, I mean, yeah. I can't see how parenthood or any child being born into the world, how the Pope could say that any child being born into the world is on a par with wars, terrorism or the threats of peace because of how that child was conceived and carried. To me, he's lost sight of the fact that we're talking about babies and children and families here. Mm. Now, was was he also talking about the, you know, the whole financial arrangement that sometimes comes with a lot of these contracts? Yeah, he may have been, but 
he let himself down if that's what he was going for. Because, Gareth, he could have made a statement where he said, surrogacy is a practice that the Catholic Church does not agree with in a moral from a moral perspective. We would like to address the issues that lead women into situations where they are in where they're in a situation where they need financial support or, you know, couples that find themselves in a situation where they cannot have a child and this is what, this is the option they seem is available to them. That to me would show the compassionate stance and a different view. He went straight to putting this on a par with wars and terrorism. And I, I really think it's important to make the point that when we think of the Mary Jesus story, the mm. birth of Jesus, that's as that is on a par with a surrogacy story. Um, you know, if you actually think about that, the, the entire Catholic faith is grounded of a, from a story of a fertility process where Joseph was not Jesus' father. Um, all of that biblical story, and I know you can go, you can go into that, and you can slice and dice it from different angles, and we can get right into the clinical side. Who who owned the egg that Jesus was born from? But and I don't mean to make it a facetious thing, but I do think it's really important for Pope Francis to actually think about what he's saying. If we are all supposed to believe, if all Catholics are, are to believe that Jesus was born of virgin birth, and out of the same mouth, the Pope will also say that he wants a global ban on surrogacy because of the Catholic morality and beliefs. It's a difficult one to kind of co- process and comprehend yeah, where we're I, going with that. I, I, I completely agree with you. And it's something I was coming in this morning and it, that, that, that was floating through my mind, the whole Mary and Joseph and Mary and Jesus yeah. story. And, you know, the angel and, and the immaculate conception. And th- there is a yeah. huge similarity in many respects with, of course, I, I suppose, like, let's, let's, let's say we have to have respect for the beliefs of people who do Absolutely. believe yeah. in the Immaculate Conception. But I, I agree with you. It's, it's on a par with surrogacy in its broadest sense, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I think it's unfortunate as well that we move so far away from that, that core of that nativity story, which is about a family who couldn't find shelter and were in dire circumstances and received shelter and care and what came of that. If we could all, regardless of anybody's faith path, if we could all stay a bit closer to the core of that, I think the world would be a better place. And if we could focus on on supporting babies and families and children, however we can, regardless of their circumstances, if they are in need, that we support that need and we go from there so that we seek to always make sure that all children are safe and cared for and loved. If that's our baseline, I think we're off to a much better start than calling on for a global ban Mm. on one form of a fertility practice. And also, I think the arrogance of calling for a global ban on on anything because the Catholic faith doesn't incorporate it is unfortunate because to me, that just seems arrogant. Of course, Pope Francis can disagree. And of course, he can call for his followers to say, we don't do this within our faith path. Of course, he can do that. But calling for a global ban, I I just think, doesn't paint his perspective in a great light. Um, and it's very unfortunate, I thought. Yes, absolutely. And I don't, I don't think there's anyone who would disagree with that. And, and it, it also strikes me as being not a million miles from mother and baby homes back in the 70s, the 60s and 80s, where individuals could walk into those homes and they could almost fashion design an adopted child that they would pay a substantial amount of money, a donation, as they would say, um, and walk out the door with that baby. And to use the word trafficking in this Mm. circumstance, when I use the word trafficking as a blanket term for all families engaged in surrogacy, coming from the head of an organisation that has been proven to have been one of the biggest historical traffickers of children. 
I mean, and, and that's a hurtful thing to say, and I, I don't like saying that, but I do think the Pope needs to be really careful about what he's saying and how he's saying it and how it's received by the people who are, we are all real people in the world listening to his words and responding to them. And I think he has to expect a response like this when he uses really strong, hurtful language like despicable and deplorable about um, surrogacy and putting it on a par with wars, terrorism and other threats to peace. I mean, to say anything is a threat to peace is a huge statement. And we have real threats to peace happening in the world at the moment. We have children suffering incredibly at the moment. And to say that surrogacy is anywhere near that is just incredibly hurtful. I know I keep using those words, but I just, I can't really get past that piece. Do do people today see relevance in the words of the Pope? Is is what he says, um, is, is it as important as it was many, many years back? Well, I think there is a responsibility here. I I hear what you're saying. It it maybe isn't as important to as many people. It is important to some people and everybody is important as far as I'm concerned. So if it's important to some people, well, then it's important to us all. I think there's a degree of PR spin sometimes comes from the Pope's statements. But I think what's really important is the Pope's words like this activate these far right fundamentalist groups And this just furthers things like homophobia. I mean, the the groups of parents who are largely represented in surrogacy groups are very often LGBTQ plus couples. When the Pope makes a statement like this, really demonising a practice that is actually a beautiful practice, um, when he really does that, it it, it heightens the homophobia that happens in the world. It heightens the sense of division. It others couples in various different ways. And what I think would be a much more compassionate thing would be for the Pope to lean on always on the side of creating more unity, of lessening the division, creating more unity, of making, seeking to make all families on a par with one another. But the Pope doesn't want to do that. I mean, even he made a recent statement about blessing some LGBTQ plus couples in some circumstances. Mm. And that was very well received. But to me, I, I still heard the word some is very important in that situation. Why not all LGBTQ plus couples? Because he will bless all, all heterosexual couples. You know, why this hierarchy of people, different people are able to receive different blessings and different people are to be seen through a different lens. I think we have to get back to humanity and having a much more humanitarian outlook on the world that we are all equal. All people are deserving of compassion and care. All of us. I I would love to hear that from the Pope. Do you you think he needs to clarify, to go back on on what he said the other day and, and say it differently? Honestly, Gareth, I I don't really think, I I think coming back to what you said about how relevant is it, I would rather he was honest. I would rather he continue making these statements like this because otherwise you're just polishing it all up and trying to gloss over something that Mm. is not, that is untrue. So I think I actually value his honesty here. If he really believes that this is a despicable and deplorable practice and he can say that about children, babies being born. I think, okay, you might as well tell us. So keep telling us the truth, Pope Francis, please. (laughs) Keep telling us that you don't see. Keep telling us that that, that he, as head of the Catholic Church, sees LGBTQ plus people, and I'm going to use an inverted commas, they call, they said, the inverted commas, the homosexual lifestyle is intrinsically disordered. That is the official Catholic Church line on LGBTQ plus people and couples and their love that they share and the families that they raise together. And I I, I really want to stop glossing over that because mm. that is there in the background of any other statements that come out. Until he changes that, it's very difficult really to come forward and see it, anything as progression. And I think it's a pity they can't see that themselves. Well, how must that make homosexual priests feel? <clears throat> particularly, oh, particularly priests. Isolation, who, yeah. Yeah. 
uh, and and people of faith. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You know, there are people of faith who are gay couples who have very strong, a very strong faith, but they are deeply hurt because they know that they're not welcome within their own church because they cannot be married in their church because their love is not seen as equal and their relationship is not seen as equal. And that's really painful because these are people who have a strong belief in the same God, in, in their God and in their faith path, in their Catholic faith that they were raised with by grand, grandparents and great grandparents. And they have that isolation in that they know that their relationship isn't seen in the same way because of Pope Francis's stance on it and the Catholic Church and the Vatican's stance. Comments from John. Uh, the Church also sees IVF as immoral. So essentially he wants yeah. couples who cannot conceive naturally to remain childless. Uh, John says, I do not yes. agree with his comments regarding surrogacy. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to Loch Derg, actually, Gareth. And mm. when I was in, I did the three-day fasting and praying in Loch Derg. And when I was there, I met a couple who had miscarried eight times. And um, and each time they miscarried, they came as a couple to Loch Derg. And they, I mean, I, I had long conversations with them. They were a beautiful pair. The pain, you know, the, the pain that they were going through and enduring because the Catholic Church is also founded on the family and having children and bearing children. So when people of faith cannot have their own family, it is a really painful um, uh, juxtaposition to, put, to, be, to be put in. Um, the, the conflict between this is what I should be doing as a person of faith and I can't do it and I can't, I can't have any intervention either because it doesn't align with the faith. There's just, it, there's a lot of cul-de-sacs that people find themselves in and the human drive to parent is so incredibly strong. It's such a primal thing that it really puts people in a difficult situation. I don't know whether you saw The Two Popes, the movie, did you? Um, Jonathan Price and uh, Anthony Hopkins. I didn't, actually. Yeah, it's, it's worth looking I didn't. at. To, uh, because exactly, yeah. a, a, a lot of the conversation between the two popes uh, is based on conversations from from real life. Um, and and it, there's, there's this particularly long conversation they have while they're sitting in the small sacristy, uh, the, I think it's called the Chapel of Tears, which is next door to the Sistine Chapel. And Jonathan Price, who plays Pope Francis, says to Pope Benedict, he says, every community is called to be an instrument for the liberation and promotion of the poor. Now, many, it, it, mm-hmm. the, you know, for... for, for Couples who so badly want to have a child, that is a sense mm-hmm. of poverty, that, 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 that yeah. they're being denied, not through, um, not through their own efforts, but just they're being denied this, uh, I suppose, avenue to go down, um, and, and mm-hmm. consequently they can be described as poorer. So his comments don't make any sense. 
that quote that you just said there is such a beautiful line. And if only it were true, mm. <laughs> if only the Catholic Church would actually commit itself to that and come back to the humility of that statement, the world would change immediately because of all of the resources that the church has. If they were genuinely committed to that without the corruption of power and money that has undermined so much of their work and and the children are the ones who suffer when the church slipped down that road into power and money and corruption. Um, it was the children who paid the price and it was women who paid the price as well through childbirth. Yeah. Um, and I think as well, I really, I, I, it gets my back up when the Pope is so involved in the circumstances of the conception of any child. Um, because there's a kind of glorification of the heterosexual contraception of a child, or um, sorry, conception of a child. But I mean, that happens in all sorts of different ways. We know human nature is as it is. We know that children are conceived in all, you know, all kinds of circumstances. So it's crazy to kind of glorify or romanticize the conception of children just because it happens between a man and a woman, because there's such a vast um, array of potential circumstances for that to happen in. In surrogacy, it's much more controlled, obviously, because it is literally controlled in, in a clinical and a medical way. And I think it's much better for us to regulate, not really, yeah, to regulate or to, to, to keep an eye on what's happening with that and keep everything, everybody safe, as long as everybody, all parties involved are kept safe and protected and cared for well. And it's all by consent and you know, in that way, I would think minimizing, excluding exploitation from this is the key. That's what we should really be looking at. And I and I understand the Pope's objection to IVF on the you know on on their levels, but but is it is it is it really any of his business? Uh, like in in the sense that <laughs> who does the Pope think he is to preach to couples about you know about sex? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. When you bring it back to brass tacks as well, really, the Pope and the Church probably should take their nose out of what's mm. happening, you know, behind. I, well, I don't mean behind closed doors, but what's happening within a couple's sex life, whether they are or, or not, if they're family planning or they're not. Um, you know, how children are conceived really is not the Church's business yet. Maybe yeah. that's a better way to say it. <laughs> how children are conceived is, is not really anybody's business bar the couple and the person involved. Yes. Um, I think that's, yeah. That's, uh, that's, another, that's comment from, another comment from Donald, the Immaculate Conception is to do with Mary being conceived without original sin it's not the virgin birth that's tr- actually that's true too yeah, yeah that that is true but then then is it is it is it really relevant when when it comes to the, the you know the business of a couple who are desperate to yeah. have a child well i don't understand it gareth because wouldn't we be better off if we said isn't this a miracle that an egg and sperm meet and a, 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 a child is born from that? Why do we have to go down this virgin, this virgin, that? You know, mm. why? What's that about? The demonising of the sexual actor, the demonising of hu- the human drive to reproduce or the ch- human draw to one another. Why not actually glorify that and say, isn't that really beautiful? Isn't it Mary and Joseph were a couple? Isn't that beautiful? And from them, they conceived the Son of God or whatever way you're going to word it. Um and I don't, I don't mean to take away from the, the virgin birth and the immaculate conception and all that are, are, um, are a big part of the Catholic faith path. But I think that there's such incredible beauty in the truth of how children are conceived in all the various different ways. I think that's what we, I, that's what I do glorify. I just think that's, and, and every family, as soon as a pregnancy is confirmed, it's, if, you know, the world changes yes. one way or another. Um, you know, one way, no matter what the outcome is, no matter what choices the, the person or the couple or the family make, um, things change at that moment. And 
I, I am fascinated by that. I'm absolutely fascinated by birth and death and, mm. and the something more and all that happens in between. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll leave you with another comment from that movie, The Two Popes, uh, Jonathan Price and Anthony Hopkins, uh, Pope Francis and Pope Benedict, respectively. Uh, Jonathan Price says to Anthony Hopkins, he says, did Jesus build walls? His face is a face of mercy and mercy is the dynamite that blows down walls. Um, yeah. When you reflect on that, and that they were words spoken by the man who spoke those words despicable practice last week oh, and then the mercy in those words mm. doesn't match with the utter lack of mercy and compassion in the statement that he made on Monday um, and it's such a shame you know yeah. <laughs> if only that consistency carried through and if only the world could just bring more mercy forward at the moment as well what's happening um you know in palestine the, the just the lack of mercy at the moment um i think we all need to keep talking about that and keep making stances and i hope pope francis will say more about that well, it's and a make pity, a strong yeah, stance on it it's also a pity he didn't use the word despicable in relation to what's going on absolutely uh, yeah, yeah that's that's where those words belong yeah. and putting oh, putting surrogacy in that same sentence with wars and terrorism is just incredible it's an insult. Karen, great to talk to you. Thanks for joining us this morning. You too. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. So That's uh, Karen Dempsey there, celebrant for entheos who work uh, with LGBT plus communities rejected by the traditional church. Another comment here from Lily. Send the Pope a letter about what happened in Besborough. That was despicable. Courts 96 FM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.